excited about Jesus. I'm excited about Jesus. notebooks out we need to dive into the deep end of the pool today somebody just shout enough is enough yeah yeah somebody just shout enough is enough come on come on you can do it enough is enough chapter 13. Oh, I know, I know. Listen, people of God, the Lord gave me three narratives. The Lord gave me three narratives to deal with in this particular series. He gave me three. And I was laughing with the media team because I told them, me and, I thought me and the Lord was synced up that we was going to do one narrative. There we go. That's it. That's stay right there. I thought we was going to do one narrative per week. No. I'm still on the second narrative. So I'm not rushing. As a matter of fact, um, Lord got some more he wants to say about this, this one. Elder Leela. Furthermore, furthermore, in this year of the consecrated builder, right, in this year of the consecrated builders, we deal with this spiritual concept of conquering. The Lord said to me, if you want to win a decisive victory, the Bible says we are more than conquerors. Not just win a victory. Come on, anybody in here, you want a decisive victory. I don't want no doubt, y'all, in nobody's mind. Huh? I'm telling y'all, God trying to do some stuff in your life that even when the people who don't like you look at it go, yeah, that had to be God. <laughs> if you want to win a decisive victory, say decisive victory. And if you want to build what God has said, listen, you cannot rush. Because when you rush, you miss the details. So, let's work today in Luke chapter 13. He was teaching, y'all ready? In one of the synagogues, don't check out because you said I preached this last week. Don't do that. There was a woman who for how long? 18 How many years? 18. Had a sickness caused by a spirit. Deacon Crawford, I'm trying to tell you. 
Listen, sickness in this room going to bow. All of it. Okay, so some of y'all listening to me, I know, I know it's the holiday weekend. For everybody under the household of faith. Because see, God been dealing with me a little bit, Shan, about this concept of household. Please understand, first of all, everybody who's with you ain't in your household. But watch this, you can be in my household but not be present in the room. So for everybody, virtual household, y- y'all know. Yeah. Enough is enough with this. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Enough is enough. Enough. Yeah. Enough is enough. Now, y'all could maybe, you ever had, any of y'all got them parents that let you grumble and then all of a sudden you'd hear them like, all right now. That's the way I feel in the spirit. All right now. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. In, this time, okay. This time, we might have made some mistakes. Listen, I'm, I'm talking about who I'm talking about. You might have fallen, but we're done with that. We're done with that. Any sickness that's trying to come on your body, over it. Over your mind, over it. Over your relationships. As a matter of fact, the spirit of the Lord says this. Listen, we're either going to have synergy or God going to break off the ones who don't want to come on. See, we don't like them type of words. See, let me tell y'all something that I've learned. You don't have to cut people off. God will remove them. going on about my business. I ain't got to be talking about I'm cutting people off. I'm done. I ain't got to do that. You look up and they'll be gone. God will just tell you, shh, I handled it. Won't he? Okay. 18 years. She had a sickness caused by a spirit. She had a sickness caused, she was bit double and could not straighten up at all. Jesus saw her, called her over, and said to her, woman, you're freed from this sickness. Let's keep going. He laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made erect again and began to glorify God. But the synagogue officials, indignant, because we ain't supposed to do all of that in church. Began saying to the crowd in response, there's six days to which work should be done, so come during them and get healed and not on the Sabbath. But the Lord answered him and said, you hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead him away to water him? Watch, and this woman, watch it, a daughter of Abraham as she is, whom Satan, who bound her? Whom Satan has bound for how long? Should she not have been released from this bond on the Sabbath? Now, I don't have it in my slides, but if you, here's the thing. That next verse says in verse 17, we'll lead this up for a second. He said this, as he said this rather, all his opponents were being 
humiliated. I was sitting there and I was reading over my notes last night. And I'm telling y'all the Lord said, let me handle it. I'm telling y'all that's what the Lord said. Woman didn't even have to do nothing. She just had to stand there while the Lord humiliated the ones who didn't care about her condition in the first place. Now, this woman was bound. Ain't that what the scripture says? The word bound there means deprived of liberty. This woman was deprived of liberty. And we know, according to the scripture, Satan has bound. We know that her deprived state was the work of the devil. Do we agree so far? We in the same Bible. She's bound by the devil. We see that, right? Now the word liberty there means personal freedom from, watch, servitude, confinement, and oppression. Personal freedom from servitude, confinement, or oppression. But this woman was deprived of that, which means the devil made her a servant to sickness, confined to sickness, and oppressed by sickness. Are y'all with me? She was a servant to her condition instead of the Lord. The devil wants you to serve the issue, not him. Oh, y'all not in here. Let's get practical. This is why we know poverty is not of God. Y'all missed it. Because, watch this, when you are operating in poverty, all of your actions have to serve your debt. I'm, I'm going to get some freedom today. Listen, if you got more bills than money, every check now is pre-spent before it comes in. This is how you know that that condition is not God's best for your life. Because what happens is now, every day I go to work, I'm serving my poverty. I can't be a blessing to nobody. Because I have to choose food for my family or be a blessing. God's like, that's not me. Let's go further. Y'all don't like that? Sickness is not his best for our life. If you got to go through your day thinking about what time you take your medicine and you have to become more disciplined in your, watch this, medication regiment than your prayer regimen, you're serving your sickness. You are now a servant to high blood pressure. You are a servant to diabetes. You are a servant. That's not God. Liberty makes you free from that. But this woman had been bound, deprived from liberty. If y'all gonna tell the truth to me, that's some of us in here. You are deprived of liberty. I gave you two examples. 
But if you're not ashamed, how many, show of hands, can admit you got an area in your life that is deprived of liberty? Hands down. Now, watch this. Enough is enough. See, Devin ain't got fed up enough. I said enough is enough. See, you got to get sick of it. You got to be like, you know what? I'm sick of this. I'm sick. See, until you get sick of it, God's like, oh, you ain't sick of it yet. You ain't sick. I'm sick of it. Enough is it. See, she said, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. Lord, Lord, okay. I'm going to need a supernatural strategy to change my trajectory because I'm over it. I need it. Listen, and I'm getting too many reports. Folk talk about the doctor can't figure out what's wrong here. And the doctor can't. Listen, let me tell y'all something. The same God who came in this house when, when the same doctor said you couldn't have a child and we got babies running around here, that's the same God who about to supernaturally heal your back. That's the same God that's about to supernaturally heal your lungs. Y'all not in here. God ain't lost no power because the conditions change. She's deprived of liberty. Deprived of liberty. Matter of fact, matter of fact, if when we were up here praising, if there was something in your body that wouldn't let you praise like you wanted to, you're bound. See? Yeah. Gigi caught it. I'm talking about we in the middle of praise and you like, ooh, I wish I could jump. God's like, I do too. Do you want me to get that off of you? Yeah. Oh, I wish I could holler. God's like, I do too. Because I want to meet your request. Yeah. Yeah. This is why, ooh, I'm going to take my time. I promise. This is why, y'all, some of the folk who operate in the real gift of healing will often tell you to do what you couldn't do. You come up to the altar and they say, what's wrong? I can't move my back. They pray, move your back. Because I'm going to show y'all in a minute. They're trying to see if you got the faith to do it before you can see it. See, you ain't got fed up enough. I'm not going to let the devil take my liberty. As a matter of fact, I'm not allowing him to take the liberty of anybody in the household. So we're going to make a stand today. We're going to make a stand. I'm going to go a little further today. I'm going to make a stand. It's going to get a little uncomfortable because here's what I want to teach us. I want to teach you, Shan, how to walk in the truth that makes you free. Y'all didn't hear it. I said, I want to teach us how to walk in. Say walk in. I want to teach you how to walk in the truth that makes you free. Y'all still ain't caught it. I thought y'all said a second ago, enough was enough. I want to teach us how to walk in the truth that makes us free. Now, I need y'all to listen to this word here because now the Lord, look at 2 Corinthians 3.17. Now the Lord is the what? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there, okay, where the spirit stay, of the Lord is, what's the next word? Slow. 
where the spirit of the Lord is. Next word. There, right there. In the same location as the spirit, there is also what? So when Jesus shows up, when Jesus shows up and he looks at the woman and she's been deprived of liberty, he's like, this can't go. Because I am here. And I'm the spirit of So me and bondage can't be in the same place at the same time. Now watch, watch. We can't be. In me there is light and no darkness at all. You shall know the truth. I'm about to go further. Come on, come on, come on. Some of y'all, put your waiters on. Put your waiters on. Here we go. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's what? Okay, okay. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost. Wait a minute. If I go, I'll send a comforter. It's the Holy Ghost. So that's the spirit of God. Now in me. Y'all sitting, y'all now walking. So when I got the Holy Ghost in me, that's the same spirit that brings liberty. So if I'm full of the Holy Ghost, there's no room for bondage in me. I can't, I can't be bound. I'm full. No room. Because we're the spirit. Let's go further. Let's go further. I'm trying to teach you how to walk in the truth. You shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you Thy word is. Here's the problem. Leanna, I, I, I said exactly how I wrote it. Many of us know this as a scripture. We know 2 Corinthians 3.17 as a scripture. As a matter of fact, we even quote it. But quoting it is not walking in it. We have not transitioned our lives to consistency of manifestation. I don't get it. You can quote all you want. That doesn't mean you're walking in the truth. That makes you free. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I went through my house, Bishop, and I threw oil everywhere. I put oil all over the doorposts. I did. Lord, I went through, Bishop, I threw the oil. The oil was everywhere. I slung it, slung the oil, and I quoted all my scriptures, and it still ain't working. Because that doesn't mean you're walking in, y'all. The truth that makes you free. As a matter of fact, let me get even more uncomfortable. The devil quotes scripture. Matter of fact, look at the temptation of Jesus. The problem with the devil is, watch this, the devil twists in order to take advantage of our rushing. Y'all missed it. We see it in the garden. That's not what God said. Ain't that what, he, what the serpent did? That's not what God said. 
And the woman said, he didn't. In other words, the devil said, I'm going to take advantage of your lack of attentiveness to the word. And we know she wasn't attentive because when she quoted it, she didn't even quote it right. See, we're busy telling the devil, you know what I mean. You're busy telling, it, telling your sickness, you know what I mean. But this thing got to be so in you that you have rightly divided. Okay, let me get even more practical since, since we think we can just throw half a scripture up because it don't work like that. If a doctor goes in to remove a tumor, opens you up, close you up, and then in the post-op says, I kind of got a little bit of it, I think. I cut some of what I saw, but you know what I mean. Y'all see how y'all looking at me? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. I didn't have to be thorough. I didn't have to be complete. I didn't have to be precise. Kinda. One of the reasons that we're not walking in the truth that makes us free is because we're busy trying to perfect our shout as opposed to perfect our transformation. Let's go, let's go further. God wants freedom to both manifest and remain. Write that down. God wants freedom to both manifest. Can I take my time this morning? And remain. How many of you in this room have had moments of freedom? Come on, hands. Moments of freedom. Now, keep those hands up. How many of y'all who had moments of freedom, after the moment of freedom, had low moments? Hands down. God don't want that. He wants freedom to manifest, y'all, and remain. I told y'all Wednesday. This woman is bound. And somebody need to go ahead and tell everything in your life that's not God. Untie me. I'm sick. I'm sick. Untie me, I said. Y'all, see, let me go backwards. I, I promised the Lord I would take my time. Look at, look, at how, look at how the Lord, look at how the Lord humiliated. But the Lord answered him and said, you hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead him away to water him. Wait a minute. The stall, what confines him. And lead him away to water, what refreshes him. So the Lord said, ain't no way in the world I'm going to let you take better care of a donkey than I take care of this woman. Ain't no way in the world. But it also shows us this. Watch. When you get untied, the untying is not the end of the blessing. Too many of us get untied in a service like this, but don't let the Lord lead us to the water. He's like, okay, you untied, but you got to stay connected to the one who untied you and now be led. Just because you untied doesn't mean you undo the yoke. 
that felt great. Did y'all hear what I said? Some of y'all, we get untied and we're like, whoa. But the Bible says, don't use your freedom as an opportunity of the flesh. So when you get untied, when the Lord unties you from your bondage, you got to take the same thing that had you tied to bondage and hand those same yokes to the Lord and say, I trust you with this because you're not going to bind me. You're going to water me. Some of us so excited about being loose. Use your, use your new freedom and done lost your mind. Hmm? Never in all my days have I seen this new save, Orlando. I'm, I'm free. And so I guess you free enough to have open marriage now. The Lord knows I'm free. And I guess you free enough to, you know, get completely drunk out your mind. Huh? Where you black out. Talking about I had fun last night. I guess I guess you're free. Yeah. Truth is, you need to go back and check whether or not you're saved. God messed around, got you out, uh. set you free. I'm talking about He whom the Son set free. Yeah. You know where you've been. You know what God did. But now we use that freedom as an opportunity of the flesh, and God said, "Oh, okay. okay. I'm about to show you like I did the woman who swept her house." And you're going to get seven others. Quiet. Stronger than themselves. In the last state. So let me teach you how. Number one. Y'all okay? Let me teach y'all how. Number one. And, and, and God showed me something I've never seen before. Write this. You got to bring your faith to the word. Now maybe y'all saw it. I said, I never saw it like that before. Bring your faith to the word. Write it down just like that. Don't paraphrase. Bring your faith to the word. I don't, I don't understand that. Now, I saw something in the text. This is why I had to go back to this narrative. And it's Elder Leela's fault because she was preaching after service last week to me. There was a woman who for 18 years had a sickness caused by a spirit. She's been double. We got her, right? Been double. Could not straighten up at all. Now, I love you guys. I love the people of the household at this cathedral here. You know, I got, I got people, there's actually been people who have this condition. People sent me articles. There was a man in China that was bent double. I've seen pictures. This condition exists. This is a real deal right here. She couldn't straighten up. But this is the verse that gets me out of Leela. Jesus saw her. Come on, open your Bibles, your cell phones, whatever you got. Saw her, called her over, and said to her, these are three distinct things. She's bent over, double, at the waist. Right? My wife been working on my, my stretching. She said, Lord, you are, you are terrible. She fussed at me. Get y'all one like that. All right? So 
She's bent over. And the Lord saw her. The seeing didn't do nothing. I'm about to teach you. He saw her. He called her over. This is where it gets good. It doesn't say he came over. It said he called her over. Watch Melita. Which means bent over. She still had to come to him. Y'all still ain't caught it. Still ain't got it. I said step one of walking in the and the truth that sets you free is you got to bring your faith to the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And so when he calls to her, she got to come. I don't care if she scoop, waddle, whatever. God, y'all. You got to bring your faith to him. He saw her. He called her over. And then, I don't even know what you're going to do yet. Sean, he didn't say, come here and I'll free you. The first thing was, come here, called her over. And then said, three distinct, saw called her over and said, I don't even know what you're going to say, but I'm going to bring, I might as well. And Elder Lita says, I'm so powerful. She says, too many people, I'm going to preach it for you, Elder Lita, trying to wait until they straighten up to come. God says, you got to come bent over. You're trying to wait until you got it all together. Preach, Elder Leela. You're trying to wait until it's fixed. You're trying to wait until everything look peachy. Now you got to come toe up. You got to come toe up. I don't care what people say about you. You got to come just as you are. Come on over here. Come on over here. Preach, Elder Leela. She said they was talking about me, but I kept on coming. They said I was crazy, but I kept on coming. Some of y'all, you trying to wait until your money get right, till your relationship get right, until your kids get healed, until your body feel better. You got to come just as you are. Just come. You can say I look crazy. You can say it don't make no sense. But I done messed around and been called over. You done called me over. You done come here. If I got to scoot sideways, if I got to go forward, it don't make me no difference. I'll be there in a minute, Lord. I'll be there in a minute. I'll be there in a minute. I'll be there directly. That's what my grandfather would say. He saw her. Y'all waiting, y'all. They waiting, Elder Leela. They waiting. I ain't got nothing to wear. Come in that. Come in that, right there. Uh-huh. Come on, I got... I don't smell right. Come like that. 
Because some of these folk got on the finest perfume and they still stink to God. So come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hey, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come in there. People ask me, people ask me, they like, you know, Bishop, you know, you wear your vestments and everything and you got folks in suits and collars, but you still got people in, in sweats and jeans. How do you do that? I said, I don't know how I did it. All I did was create an environment where don't nobody feel funny however they come. Don't make me no difference. Suit, tie, t-shirt, jeans, sweatpants, shorts. Don't make me no difference. But when God get a hold of you, I got to trust that when God gets a hold of you, everything in you that is not godly is going to fall off of you. I got to trust that the way that you've been doing and the way you've been acting will change. I got to trust that if you got alcohol coming out your pores, the God that I serve is able to shift that thing around. I got to trust it. Go on. Come on. Come on. Come on. But I know that there was some faith there. How you know it was some faith there? Because she came over there. Y'all miss it? I said she came. She been in this condition 18 years. She could have said, you just like the rest. But apparently, she heard something in his voice. I'm trying, y'all. I promise I'm trying, Veronica. My sheep. No my voice y'all y'all not another they will not follow y'all listen i don't know if you paid attention to verse 10 he'd been teaching he hadn't healed nobody yet but you know when you hear something in the word to go yep something different about that there and so by the time a call was made she was like look might as well i wish somebody would go just might as well Might as well. I didn't try the pill. Might as well. I drank the whole bottle. See, y'all play too much. Might as well. My, I try, been there. Done that. But here's, she had to get to the Lord before freedom manifested. That's a faith walk. That's a faith walk. We walk by what? Not by, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna add something to it before I take something from it. I'm gonna make it worse. Watch Hebrews. Therefore, let us fear if, watch this. Let us fear if, while a promise remains of entering rest, any one of you may seem to have come short of. I know you got to slow down sometimes the scripture. He said, no, no, hold on. Let me tell y'all when to be afraid. Let me tell y'all when to be bothered. If there's a promise and you come in short, be concerned. In other words, in Hebrews, there's a promise of rest, y'all. There's a promise of rest. Okay, let me speak that over this house. There's a promise of rest. Y'all still, y'all missing. I said there's a promise. I'm trying not to call names, but y'all know who I'm talking to. I said there's a promise called rest. 
thank you. There's a promise called, y'all still ain't here. There's a promise called rest. I'm talking about anxiety is falling off of you right now. I'm talking about doubt, fear, and disbelief is falling off this household right now. There's a promise called rest. It ain't my promise. It's the promise of the Father. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with the finished work of Jesus. I'm telling you right now, rest. No more turmoil. No more travail. God speaks rest in this house. And the Bible says, listen, don't come short of it. I don't, I don't understand. He said, now look, look, don't fall short of the promise because there are promises that are set up for you that have prerequisites to walk in. Y'all catch that? Y'all still. I said there are promises that have prerequisites. You can't just simply say, because I said so. The Bible says you can fall short. Now, what was point number one? You got to bring your what? Faith. To the what? Faith. Now, I'm about to show you in verse two of Hebrews four how you fall short of the promise of rest, which corresponds to walking in truth that makes you free. Are y'all trekking with me? Let me show you. For indeed, we've had good news preached to us. Just as they also, but the word they heard did not profit them. Why? Because it was not united by faith in those that heard it. He said, look, they had some good preaching. It was good news. But you know what the reason that the word didn't manifest? You know why they didn't see the promise called rest? You know why it's not working in their life? Because the word was not united by faith. There was no faith in them. There's no faith in them. They didn't bring their faith to the word. Too many of us simply want to be academically prolific. Want to prove to somebody how many scriptures you can quote. Academic proficiency is not profitable without faith. I'm not saying that you should not be a student of the word. But students of the word go to hell every day. It's a difficult statement that I'm about to make, but I need to make it. The word alone does not profit. Oh, I love this, students. Because some of y'all are like, uh, I quote it. Matter of fact, this is the one that I love, Sean. I prayed in Jesus' name. Did you? You sure you prayed in his name? Go ahead. Let me see how you did it. Come on, pray it. I said, Lord, I don't want to be sick no more. By your stripes, we are healed in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm still waiting on you to pray in Jesus' name. Because to pray in Jesus' name is not a script. To pray in the name of Jesus is to pray in the method that he would. To pray as Jesus would pray. And it, watch. I 
can quote Shakespeare and I'm not Shakespeare. Just because I memorized the monologue does not make me the person in the monologue itself. But scripture is not a monologue to memorize. The Bible says, as he is, so are we. If scripture was a monologue to memorize, we can quote it, and by simply quoting it, everything would be fine. It is not a monologue to memorize. It is a word to embody. You can memorize all you want. Go ahead. Memorize the entire Old Testament. But if you don't meet that word with some faith, so you going to and fro. Healed, 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 healed. He said, I'm waiting on you to embody healing. Well, how do I embody healing? Are your actions, watch this, running in line with your belief? I don't understand. You're running around talking about you healed, but while you're praying healed, you're quoting sick. I'm healed, Lord. I'm healed. I'm healed. Whom the Son has made free is free indeed. Facebook, y'all, I feel terrible today. Which one's true? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it eat the fruit thereof. I told y'all last week, he never said the woman was sick. He said she was tied to sickness. He never made her sickness her identity. He said that, watch this, she was bound to the sickness. So whatever you've been diagnosed with, it is possible that you're knitted to it, but you can be untied. Stop making the diagnosis your identity. I don't care how severe it is. You don't have cancer. See, y'all, I know. I said, I told y'all to put your waiters on 20 minutes ago. You don't have cancer. You might currently be tied to a tumor. But you can be untied from it. Even the doctors understand, understand that. They'll open you up. If a doctor can naturally open you and untie you from the tumor, how much more then can the creator... I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, like Bishop McNeil's wife, I call her Mother Megan, stop saying you coming down with sickness. You need to start declaring, I'm coming down with a miracle. Yes. Preach, Megan. You need to start, I'm coming, I'm serious. How you feel? I'm coming down with a miracle. I'm just, I'm coming down with a miracle. You watch, it ain't got here yet, but I'm coming down with a miracle. I know you don't feel it, but I'm coming down with a miracle. We get to declaring, I'm sick. I got this, I got that. No, no, you are not that. You are blessed and highly favored. You're supposed to be walking in the newness of life. See, here's the thing. The word didn't profit them. Say profit. That word profit means to be beneficial, 
useful or of advantage. To be beneficial, useful, or of advantage. Now, isn't that, that is depressing. To say, I'm hearing a word and it ain't useful. Watch this. You can shout over a word and that shouting won't make it manifest. Your faith. Look at what it says. But the word they heard did not profit them, wasn't useful to them, because it was not united. That word united, bound to. Bound to. The word for united there literally means to make a new whole. Huh? The Greek, the underlying Greek of that literally means to make a new compound. I'm calling it a freedom compound, y'all. The more faith I build and the more word I combine with that faith, the more I can walk in the truth. Okay, wait, 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 wait. See, if I know the word has an answer, faith, I can go to the word and get the answer I'll apply. Y'all catch that? Freedom compound. If I know the word can clarify, I got to know the word can clarify before I start reading. I ain't read nothing yet. I just know. I don't, I don't have clarity, but I know clarity in here. I can go get the clarity from the word because I'm building a faith compound, a freedom compound. If I know the word got direction, now here's, here's where things get interesting, especially when it comes to direction and correction. You got to believe that your direction and the correction is in there before you go get it. Why, Bishop? Because if you don't believe it's in the word before you go get it, you will make up what the word don't say to match your flesh. You go find something in there that don't make no sense. Huh? You will. Because you don't want real freedom. You want it to proof text your emotional state. Hmm? It's just like, it's just like some of the old commentators that didn't want to see us be one body and many members. Like if you look at the Dake annotated reference Bible, popular Bible back in the day, had to be revised. You know why? Because Dake believed in slavery. He sure did. He said slavery was God's will. He wrote it in his Bible. He said God didn't want us to be together, one body in Christ. He wrote it, put it in the scriptures. But this is what happens when you look for something in the word to match the way you feel. Then, when God starts trying to give you correction, like, nah, bruh, the word don't say that about your wife. No, sis, the word don't say that about your husband. The word says, husbands, Lord have mercy, love your wives as Christ loved the church. But, but, but Bishop, she, ain't no but she in there. Let me check the text. 
I didn't read all the way through it. I don't see no but she. <laughs> Wives, submit unto your husbands as unto the Lord. But Bishop, but he, let me see if I can find that in here. I ain't, I ain't found that in there neither. Huh? You're healed. But Bishop, the doctor said, let me see if I can find that in there. Let me see if I can find what the doctor said. Now, if I said you healed, I'll make a pronouncement. See, when y'all see, see, when y'all keep get to going against the, the pronouncements of the Lord, y'all done forgot he was a king. When we going against the pronouncements of the Lord, we don't forgot he's the king. I don't understand. In order to understand the power of the Lord's voice, you got to understand kings and kingdoms. One of the reasons that the king had to be careful about what he said is because as a king, opening his mouth created law. This is why the Lord stepped out on nothing and said, let there be. And all of a sudden it was like, okay, okay. There was no back and forth. There was no counsel. There was no question and answer. Light was like, yes, sir. Divide light from darkness. Okay. Water. Yes, sir. Dry. Yes. Huh? Have you ever been to the beach where the tide comes in and out? Have you ever tried your best? to divide wet and dry. Ain't it amazing that by his word, the Lord literally went in the middle of nothing and said, water, stop right there. And the water was like, that's cool. And you don't think that God can't speak to your circumstance. So when he make a pronouncement, y'all, you got to bring faith to that thing. Like that woman. I don't know what you're going to say when I get here, but I'm about to bring my faith to it. Bring your faith to it. Say, bring your faith to it. Bring your faith to it. But here's the, here's the piece. Oh, I got five minutes. Y'all right? If... You build your faith. Okay, Lord. And this is why it's a cycle, right? Romans 10 shows us this cycle. So then, 10, faith comes by. Hearing by. Oh, but I got to bring faith to the word. But faith comes by. So now I got a cycle. I come to the word to build my faith. Then I bring my new built faith Back to the word. Y'all still ain't caught it. This is why you can't listen to a sermon once. Because what you got to do is you come to the word, you get your faith up. Get your faith up. Then you go back to the word again. Bring that faith that you got up to the word. And you go back, build your faith up. This is why you got to have a prayer life. Students of the word. Build up yourself, Jude 1, 20, in your most holy faith. Praying 
in the Holy Ghost. As a matter of fact, watch this. Praying in the Holy Ghost is the deployment mechanism of the armor of God. That thing, that thing blessed me. Some of my students in the Word is, is chewing on that. You don't believe me? Go read Ephesians 6 when you get a chance. You got all these components, right? Sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying. Okay, y'all think I'm making it up. Go to Ephesians 6. It ain't going to be in my slides. It'll be all right. Go to Ephesians 6 because y'all looked at me like, no, Bishop, it's not that. You just put on the whole armor of God and it's passive. Ephesians 6. Watch this. Y'all there? Come on, flip, turn. Some of y'all got phones. Y'all right? Okay. Finally, 10. Be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so you'll be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Y'all got it? For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Pookie and them, they teachers, your boss, or any other things. Your husband or your wife. But against rulers, against powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of weakness in heavenly places. Let me go ahead and bust this wide open. You ain't even wrestling against the sickness. Nowhere in the Bible says you wrestle against sickness. I'm in Ephesians 6. Nowhere in there. I wrestle against the one who has the ability to tie me to sickness. But sickness ain't got no authority over me. Nowhere in there does it say I wrestle against sickness. I don't. Sickness got to bow to the authority of God. Mm -hmm. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so you'll be able to resist in the evil day. Having done everything to stand firm, stand firm. Having girded your loins with truth, that's the word. Put on the breastplate of righteousness in the word. Having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of the word of peace. We done missed that. Because we thought this was all different pieces, but this is all manifestations of the word. Are y'all here? In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which is the word, which you'll be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil ones. Take on the helmet of salvation, that's also the word, and the sword of the spirit, which is also the word of God. Watch this. Now, how do I put it on? With all prayer and petition. Pray at all times. How? Pray at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be on alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Praying in the spirit is how you don the armor. If you're not going to pray in the spirit, the armor is just something pretty to look at. You can know it's existed, but you ain't wearing it. If you want to put it on, you got to pray in the spirit. Okay, I know, I know, and you got to pray in the spirit. You got to dig that well. You got to pray in the spirit. You got to spend time praying in the spirit. I need the armor. Stuff's going to try to come at me. I'm digging the well. I'm trying to pray in the spirit. I'm building myself up. I'm praying in the spirit, and I come to church on Sunday with my faith built up, and I receive the word, and I go back, and I dig the well, and I come back again, and I get some more word, and I go back, and I dig the well, and I come back, and I get some more word. Eventually, the devil is like, I ain't fooling with him. Right. Yep. This joker digs that well. 
I'm not dealing with him. Sick of him. He keep telling me it is written and mean it. He ain't quoting, he living. Somebody in this room say, I'm not quoting, I'm living. Come on, make it your declaration. I'm not quoting, I'm living. Not another quote, a life. Come on, make it. Not another quote, a life. This thing is in me. I've seen it work. I've seen his power. I've seen his healing. I've seen his deliverance. Not another quote. I live healed. I live delivered. Live it. I live it. I'll get to the next point later. I need to sit right there. Dig your well. Dig your well. Build up yourself in your most holy faith. I know, I know, some of my more cerebral saints, some of my more, you know, you're like, well, Bishop, that praying in the spirit stuff, you know. It's not really jiving. Can't really connect all that together. Then we start, watch this, misappropriating texts in order to justify our disobedience or our lack of faith. What you mean, Bishop? Well, the Bible, we ain't supposed to be praying in the spirit because the Bible say. Now, you don't know what the Bible say about keeping yourself unspotted from the world, but you know this one. The Bible say that you're supposed to have an interpretus. That's what the Bible says. You're supposed to have an interpreter. First of all, the scripture about interpretation of tongues ain't got nothing to do with you praying. Zero, zilch, nada. The scripture about interpretation of tongues has to do with tongues given in an open service as a prophetic utterance to the congregation. But when it comes to my prayer life, Paul said, I will pray in the spirit. I pray in the understanding also. Paul said, I sing in the spirit. I sing in the understanding also. Paul went on to say, and when I pray in the spirit, my understanding is unfruitful. But guess what? Some of y'all need to take your understanding out of the equation. Lord, get my understanding out of it because I'm going I'm to try to make sense of it. I need two plus two to equal four. And God say, I'm not governed by that math. I'm not governed by time. I'm not governed by space. I do what I want to do, when I want to do, however I want to do it. Now, you can keep not digging the well if you want to, but if you want to see the supernatural in your household, if you want to see God operate greatly in your life, dig the well of faith. Bring the faith to the word. Keep, you can keep operating in the mediocre if you want to, but you better, you better scoot on on. Struggling with it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. How? Okay. Okay. Man, oh man. Oh man. Man. What's this full of? What's in here? Water. That's it. If I open this cap and pour it out, what's coming out? Pop? Tea? Orange juice? No. Because there, watch this, no pop in here. No orange juice in here. The only thing in here is 
So watch this. When it's uncapped, the only thing that can come out is what's in. Stop telling me you full of the Holy Ghost when every time your circumstance uncaps you, I start tasting something that don't taste like him. If not, hey, if ain't nothing in me but the Holy Ghost, when the cap comes off, all you gonna get is the Holy Ghost, a well of living water. He that believeth on me, as the scripture says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. I cannot help but pray in the spirit. I cannot help but live in the spirit. I cannot help but sing in the spirit. Living water in me. Can't help it. I'm struggling. Well, maybe you ain't full. If I uncap it, watch this. Even if I knock it over on accident, the only thing gonna come out. See? I ain't even gotta try. I can brush into it and water coming out. Huh? And when it get, let's watch this. When a circumstance comes and it pours, watch this. A good vessel, fit for the master's use, goes back to the fountain. Lord, cause my boss knocked me over. And I did right, but I'm on half. And if she knocked me over after lunch, see y'all play too much. So that's why you got to be in your car, building yourself up in your most holy faith. Y'all excuse me. Got to be in your car, building yourself. So I go back in here. They might think I'm crazy. Huh? But my last client knocked me over. See, y'all, some of y'all work at the job center, y'all know. <laughs> right. Y'all know. Say, fill me up, Lord. He ain't gonna let me go on. I, I'm sorry. I don't apologize for this word, but I gotta walk in that thing. I got to walk in that thing. I know some of y'all, like, it don't take all of that. For who? Huh? Let me tell y'all something. I'm going to pray. Huh? Dean Crawford came to me. He said, my back weird. He said, I can't explain it. Now, since I've been built, I make sure my well stay built. So he said, I can't explain it. What I heard was, God is working. Yeah. See, y'all missed it. I didn't say nothing to Leanna the other day. Leanna's telling me about a lung situation. She said, it feel weird. I heard God working. Those were her words. It feels weird. 
I didn't hear panic. I heard God working. See, because when you build up your faith, you hear through the ears of faith. You got to, oh, I'm coming down with a miracle. I'm coming down with a miracle. People listening to me right now, I don't care what's wrong with you. Stretch your hand to this camera and just be like, look, I'm coming down with a miracle. Okay, I'll just stretch your hands up. I'm coming down with one. I'm coming down with one. I don't care what feel weird in you. Huh? I don't care what feel weird. Huh? Sometimes healing feels strange. Because it is reforming a deformity. You better bring some faith to this word. Sometimes it feels funny. If you've been in one spot for 18 years, even being upright going to feel weird because I am reforming a deformity. Bring some faith to that word. Bring some faith to that word. Come on now, this is the household of faith. I said, this is out, y'all. I'm going to keep declaring until that thing break. Until the rivers of living water flow. I'm going to declare it every time I got a mic in my hand. This is the household of faith. This is the household of overcomers. This is the household of the miraculous. This is the household of victory. We walk in faith, not by sight. We walk in the newness of life. We are the new creation. I will declare it every time I get a chance. Hallelujah. Healthy, whole, complete, hallelujah, healthy, whole, complete, healthy, whole, complete, walk, walk right there. Stop saying I don't feel good. I'm coming down with a miracle. Coming down. Huh? Stop saying I'm broke. I'm coming down with a miracle. That don't mean you ain't got to work. It means my declaration has changed. It don't mean I'm lazy. It means my declaration has changed. Listen, I ain't going to name no names, but I know somebody in this room that had no money coming in, but somehow all the bills got paid. I know what I'm talking about. That ain't prophetic. I heard the testimony. They don't even know how the bills got paid, but they know it didn't look like the money was adding up. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above. I can't even get to that next word. Exceeding abundantly. super abundance above all that we ask or think according to the power which work build your well build your well build your well I need somebody in this place take a few seconds and begin to glorify God come on build that well open your mouth and begin to shout with the voice of triumph build the well build the well build the well
building. I'm going to bring my faith to the word. I see some things. Come on, y'all know the scripture. We surrounded. Prophet, we surrounded. He said, open his eyes that he may see. He said, oh, chariots. Fire, y'all. Some of y'all just need an eye opening. Come on now, I'll open your eyes in this place. Let the eyes of your faith be open. Let the eyes of your faith be open. Let the eyes of your faith, y'all. Y'all think I'm playing. The last time God told me to go to pointing, folks start manifesting. I said, let the eyes of your faith be open. Let the eyes. If I could point a birth, I could point your eyes open. I said, let the let the eyes of your faith. We've seen God work in this house. I said this house. This household. We don't do supernatural. What they call supernatural is natural in here. What they call extraordinary is ordinary in this household. This is the household of faith. Hands lifted. I'm through. I'm bringing my faith to the word. I tried to get to that next point. I did. I'm bringing my faith to the word. Bring your faith to the word. Bring your faith to the word. Bring We are lying in his back right now. Huh? Huh? Every nerve pinched is being undone. Every pinched nerve. Every tweak vertebrae. Hey, that thing is getting right. As a matter of fact, we're even restoring the collagen between the joints. In the name. See, somebody say, get your faith up. If you don't think that that can happen, I, listen, I dare somebody to bring your faith to the word. Watch this. When, when, when Peter cut off Malchus's ear, I got to get somebody faith up today, Melita. When Peter cut off Malchus's ear, nowhere in the scripture did they look for the ear on the ground. Because God is creative. Y'all missed it. He just put a new ear on him. Go read it. You don't see them in there like, where the ear at? Where the ear? Where the ear? He didn't have to do that. New ear. Because the same, I'm not going to get a severed ear. I'm not going to put your old thing back. I'm about to give you a new thing. Shall you not know it? It shall spring forth as rivers in a die field, God. He's about to give you something that you've never seen before. This is the...
talking about new vertebrae. New nerve centers. Hey, 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 hey. Care what the sickness is. He is the creator. The one who says, let there be. Huh? I come. That you might have. And have it how? Abundant life. Abundant life. Father, in the name of Jesus, hands lifted. Your creative work in this room. Your creative work in this room. Lord, put parts back that were missing. God, put parts back that were missing. In bodies, hearts, minds. God, I even declare new joy coming. We declare your decrees. Because you said that the promises of God are yes. And amen. This woman, God, could be healed because she was a part of the inheritance. We received that same inheritance. Sicknesses of body eradicated in this household. Sickness of mind eradicated in this household. Sickness of heart eradicated in this household. Faith, God, raise us. In Jesus' name. I pray for everybody struggling with pain in their joints. Give fluidity of motion. Open airways. Release constriction in the lungs by your power. Hey, open the air path, God. That lungs may fill to full capacity. I hear you, God. I rebuke any COVID residue. Lord. Any residual effect eradicated in the household of faith. I thank you.